This meeting is being recorded. Hello, guys and girls, and massive welcome back to the Boss Up with Bob's podcast. And I'm so excited because we have another guest, my second ever guest for the podcast. And this one is going to be an absolute cracker, guys. So I'm really excited to introduce you to this amazing lady. We connected in a bit of a random way, actually, which we'll share more about um, on the podcast. But we're both part of an online community um, and there was a challenge that she can share some more about that she had to go on a podcast and share her story. So she did a post in the group. I was like, I've got a podcast. Let's connect. Um, And then she started telling me bits about her story and it was just crazy how much resonated with me and similarities and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to chat to her today. This is our first proper conversation. So it's going to be a lot of me learning about her at the same time as you guys do. Um, So I'm really, really excited to introduce you to Leo. Hi, guys. Hi, Robin. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, I mean, I just kind of reached out on this group, hoping for someone to be like, yeah, I've got a podcast. And there you were. And it was meant to be. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So perfect. So let's start with learning a bit more about you your journey your story I've got I know like a little bit from the voice note that you sent me but take us back take us through how you've got to where you are now and what it is you're doing now okay so I um I studied Spanish at uni and I had a year abroad and I've always been a, a huge Spain lover um so I was in in Pamplona for a year and then I then I went back to London and I lived in London but I always felt something was missing. Um, You know, my life in London was very much going from one dinner to the next. Um, On a Friday night, I probably would go to three different parties and, you know, I was really struggling to be present to any of them. You know, I drunk a lot and I was just like constantly hungover, but, you know, I could still go to the gym the next day. So I think the gym was my only hobby or like going out for meals. And I was such a people pleaser. Anyway, I had kind of a string of sales jobs that I kind of, I enjoyed, but I really struggled with my self-belief. And, you know, there was always something missing. So in 2012, I went traveling and I taught um, English in a school. And um, so I was in, I was in South America for nine months. I came back and I had this job. Oh my God, it was incredible. Oh, I would recommend anyone to go. I had this, I had these, this job for like eight months um, at this kind of marketing association company. And I really, I really struggled. Like they really liked me there, but I just couldn't hit my targets. And I was, I think it was that transition from being in South America and I was just miserable. I was just so flat. I was really negative and I got a life coach and she was incredible and she really helped me. So I had her from like 2014 to probably 2016. And she was, she was such an inspiration. She, she really helped me um, kind of realize what I wanted to do. And I got this job working in travel and I did that for a year and a half. And, you know, all the time I was kind of moving and I lived in like seven different places in two years and, so that was really stressful and I just had no like self-esteem, no self-love. Anyway, I went for this job and um, they were asking me about, you know, my my interests. And I said, like, I love Spain. And obviously my face lit up and they were like, oh, you know, they actually didn't offer me the job. They said, actually, they think I should be in Spain. So I thought about it and I put the idea to bed. And then um, 
couple of months later, one of my best friends said, oh, I'm moving to Brighton. I kind of got this pang of envy and I was like, oh God. And she was like, what about you? And I was like, no, I'm happy in London. I'm looking for a job. I was kind of, you know, I was often temping and then trying to find something I really liked. And then um, she was like, no, you need to move to Barcelona. And I was like, oh yeah, I do, don't I? So this was 2017. So I literally was like, yeah, I do, you're right. And so told everyone. And in September, September the 27th, 2017, I moved to Barcelona. And so it was amazing. And it was, you know, one of the best decisions I've ever made. But I was still, you know, I kind of came here because I, obviously, I love Spain, I wanted a new life, I felt like I was just too busy, my life was too frenetic in in London. So I had kind of two years of, you know, partying and, you know, loving life. But again, there was still a serious lack of self esteem. And anyway, it was April 2020. And I met um, Gina Swire, the self-love coach in South America in 2012. So I'd always followed her journey and she was offering self-love courses. And I thought it's lockdown. I may as well do it. I absolutely loved it. And that's where it all started. So it's been a kind of two year journey. And now I'm doing a self-love coaching course to be a self-love coach. Can't, oh I can't my believe coaching myself. It's been quite I a journey. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And there's so many pieces of that journey that I just want to pick apart <laughs> with you because I love it. Um, and I feel like the the vulnerabilities in the journey is what adds the most value to people because um, I was talking about this with another guest the other day. Sometimes we don't think that what we're going through is normal because we don't like we only like to show off the highlighted stuff and all that. But actually, a lot of the pain in our journeys and a lot of the not so pretty stuff is what actually gets us where we need to be. And it really sounds like all of the the things that happened to you along the way, um, the jobs that you didn't get and all of this sort of stuff is literally pieced together to put you exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And I can just see when you talk about like this coaching and stuff, you just light up. So I can definitely tell that this is what you're meant to be doing. And I absolutely love it. So let's talk about people pleasing, because this was a huge, huge thing for me. Um, Mm -hmm. and something that I massively struggled with and I think also a lot of women do I think we have such a tendency to want to put everybody else first but then it it leaves us feeling resentful because we're so empty Mm -hmm. and everyone else isn't we're like hello like I need something back but actually we need to give that to ourselves first so talk to us more about the people pleasing stuff and how you kind of navigated through that and started to maybe change your behaviors so that you weren't doing that so much so yeah the the people pleasing thing like I've always been a you know I've got loads of friends from different kind of stages in my life and I'm really good at keeping in touch with people and I remember always thinking god if I don't speak to someone for a month they're gonna think I'm not their friend anymore oh god so I was like constantly on the phone I was always like speaking to people and you know always trying to fit people in so my diary was like full three weeks in advance and be like you're so busy like ah help like and um I think it's only when I moved to Barcelona and the irony of it is like moving away because I had too many friends in London to move here to obviously make some new friends but I kind of realized that actually if I carried on the way I did like 
I don't know what would have happened, but my health was just, you know, I'm, I'm a really healthy person, but I think my mental health, I was just like, whoa, you need to put yourself first. It's only in lockdown that I really realized that, you know, I had nowhere to be, you know, the only place I had to be was probably a self-love Zoom call or something. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I feel great. I feel, you know, I was doing all this work on myself. I was journaling, I was meditating. And I was like, wow, I just felt amazing. And I felt so content. And I think it was, it was then that it was because of COVID that, you know, I, I had to stop people pleasing. And, um, yeah, and I realized that if I did put myself first and, you know, my happiness first, I was an even happier kind of more content person. So it was then after COVID, it was, I moved house. I was living in a shared flat with four other people and it was, you know, two of them, are two of my best friends now, but the other two I didn't really get on with. And then I managed to save and kind of move into a flat with another girl Um and kind of we made a home and obviously during COVID it was you know you kind of wanted to be at home a bit more the restaurants were closed here and I'd never had like a home in here in Barcelona I was always out and about and so it just felt really nice to kind of um, like hibernate here and finally host but you know have nights off too where I could just enjoy my own company um, and it you know it just felt amazing I think you know the environment really really helped that and you know like even this weekend you know my friends were all out last night and I was like no 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 I'm just gonna stay in and I mean it's a far cry from how I was you know two <laughs> years ago before COVID started um but yeah it's just you know I realized that I'm the most important person in my life so I need to you know put myself first and you know I'm missing out on one night friends in a bar like that always happens you know so, mm. yeah it's so true it's so true and sometimes when you start doing those sorts of things it can feel really uncomfortable like that first night out that you miss and you're like oh and you start to doubt everything and you're like oh but then the following morning when you get up and like you say like you have a productive morning and all these things Mm. and you've just got that space for yourself like that's something that I'm really big on is carving out that time for me in the mornings before Mm. I speak to my clients, before I speak to my team, before I deal with friends and family and all of these things, if I don't have that time in the morning where I'm looking after my brain, my body, my health, all of the things, I'm no good to anyone. And when you first start doing those things, it can be uncomfortable for the people around you as well, because they're having to adapt to this new, you're not so available to them. But I think it's, it's something that you have to go through if you want to build on that relationship with yourself and work on becoming the best version of yourself and live in a a happy life because I don't think that you can be truly happy when you're just running on empty and burning Mm. out because you're serving everyone else around you without serving yourself first exactly no my morning routine is now kind of like my favorite thing to do you know I get up I meditate I do my gratitude um some affirmations and you know I don't I don't I used to say oh like gratitude every day is really important but like even if I write you know four times a week and then I get in the shower and I'm like thank you for this hot water and you know if I'm in a rush it's like okay I'm on the way to work and I'm like okay thank you thank you thank you I live two blocks from from work so 
I do like the thank you footsteps. That's really good. It's just being really, um, I think it's not putting too many rules on yourself because if you don't have time to do your gratitude, it's not like, oh, you're not going to berate yourself. But, you know, I really, I think, you know, meditation is key for me. I used to be so impatient and it's really like calmed me down, made me more zen. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I would always encourage anyone to do that. Yeah. And with these things as well, I love that you just said, like, don't put too much pressure on yourself, because I think obviously you're really into personal development and that kind of stuff as well. And sometimes you can read these books. And I know I've I've done this in the past. I've been like, right, I've got to do this every single day. And I end up putting so much pressure on myself Mm -hmm. that it's actually not having a positive impact. Whereas now I'm a lot more flexible and it's about embracing these practices into your life not just the two minutes you sit down to write your gratitude list like as an example when we were driving to the wedding last night the sky looked stunning and I didn't get my phone out to post it on Instagram I just turned to Jack my partner and I was like that is so beautiful I was like I feel so grateful that we've left at this time and that we got to see the sky like that and just marvel in it for a little bit and take those pieces and then on my morning run I live on the beach and I'm like oh like I'm just so grateful that the sea's right there and I'm so grateful for this and just having it in those moments throughout your day 100% yeah god I I couldn't not live near the beach isn't it amazing (laughs) going working out in the morning on the beach or yeah I just need to see the sea so yeah I'm always like wow I'm so lucky to live here um yeah for sure. And I was in Barcelona like a week ago. That was so mad when you like, live in Barcelona. <laughs> and it was you an amazing there. place. We sort of, so we had um, like a convention on at the weekend, mm-hmm. but we came out a few days early so that we could go and explore and all that oh, sort of stuff. And so it was funny. just, I can't believe I, I've never been there before. I've been to Spain, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> I know. So this is a massive plug for anyone that hasn't been to Barcelona. Like it's amazing because I love that you've got the city and the beach and that whole yeah. blend of things um, and all of the food. I didn't eat one bad meal. Oh my God, I know the food here is amazing. I would say I'm um, time out Barcelona. I know all the good restaurants <laughs> to go to. Yeah, if anyone needs any recommendations, <clears throat> come to me. I can't bear the thought of someone coming here and having a bad meal. So yeah. <laughs> well, next time I come, we'll have to go for a nice meal yeah, together yeah. and you can you can pick the place. Um, awesome. And then another note that I made when you were sharing your story, which is another thing that I think is really, really powerful. You mentioned that when your friend moved to Brighton, you felt this envy and just kept trying to tell yourself that like, but no, that's not what I want. But I think that jealousy and envy is actually a really powerful tool if you use it in the right way, because it's a compass. It's your soul saying, I should be doing that or I want to be doing that. So can you tell us more about how you kind of managed to turn that maybe negative feeling into a positive by taking action in your own life? Um, Well, yeah, it was it was literally in that moment. It was I can't really remember. I remember she said, right, I'm moving to Brighton. And I had this like pang and I just sat there and I was like, oh, my God. And then, you know, we talked about her for a minute and then. I was like okay if she's if she's doing this I can do it you know um and I think it was probably my lack of self-belief or I felt like I always needed permission to do things and so when she told me Leo you need to move to Barcelona there was my permission slip um 
And I was just like, okay, yeah. And I think I always needed someone to tell me what to do, or I always needed to, um, you know, seek approval. And I think that that, that that pang of envy, I remember it so well, that feeling. I was just like, oh my God, like if she can do it, you know, I can do it. I mean, I had it, I had it um, at Christmas. My sister was like, oh, I'm going traveling to Mexico. And I was like, oh my God, I was just so envious. And I was like, okay, what, what's stopping me? Like, if she can go, like, why can't I? I mean, I couldn't go traveling because I have a job. But three weeks later, I was like, sod it. And I booked a flight to Mexico and went for like, I think almost two weeks. And it was just, it's just amazing because you see other people doing things and it just inspires you. And it's like, okay, if they can do it, you know, what's stopping me? And yeah, no, I love, I mean, yeah, envy, it is it is incredible. It's an incredible sign because it's like, hang on, what what's going on here? And it, I think you're only envious of people that you um, say if they're doing something, you know that you probably can do too. You know, I'm not, at the moment, I'm not envious of friends that have children because that's not on my, that's not on my timeline at the moment. But um, yeah, I think it's more kind of, yeah, the traveling or the self-development kind of, you know, things, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And and it's it's so powerful to, when you have that realization that, it's not a nice feeling to sit with but it's a great sign for yeah. you and when you learn that you can feel that feeling and then be like right hang on why am I feeling like this and like you said give yourself permission to go and do that thing or to chase after it stop sitting there and looking at someone wishing that you could do what they were doing and start using them as evidence that it's possible yeah. and I used to be awful for this um when I worked in in my old job I was very ambitious very driven all this kind of stuff and then I would maybe look at other women in particular that would come in at a high level or whatever and I was slugging my guts out like trying to climb that ladder and I'd be like oh like why can they just do this and why can't I have that role or that project or whatever it might be and now because I've developed myself and all of this kind of stuff and you do have to do the work on yourself to have these these mindset changes I now look at women and I'm like wow like she's gone and she's done this that means that I can too it's possible she's done it yeah yeah anything is possible if you believe in yourself and I've definitely noticed a huge shift in my mindset like since I started this course and I'm like okay I'm doing this course like I before I started this course like I never posted on Instagram it was a huge edge for me okay it's it's just changing that story or or that just doing it once and then it just becomes a lot easier but even I struggled with my writing and I yeah I've, I've always thought I struggled with it but now it's just becoming a lot easier and I'm like okay I can definitely do this you know And it's just, you know, being kind to yourself and not putting so much pressure on yourself to be perfect straight away. And yeah, it's it's great. Amazing, amazing. So what was the moment? So you obviously did this self-love course for yourself. Yeah. What was the moment where you were like, I want to do this for other people? Like, I want to take this feeling that I'm feeling now 
and help more people with this? Like, what was, was there a moment? Was there a learning? Um, I don't, so I think this year I did a personal training course. Like I've always been into fitness, but you know what? Like I enjoyed doing it and I really applied myself to it, but I'd started it the year before and I'd had kind of a big break. And I said, after Mexico, I'm, I'm just going to get on with it. But it, it didn't really light me up. I find that whole fitness industry, like for me, it, you know, with all the macros, I got very obsessed with macros the year before last. And, you know, I found it quite toxic, but I still love fitness. Um, and so I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave it. I'm gonna do the course. It's gonna be really useful. But I had this, I remember I had this, my friend's aunt coached me and um, after Mexico, I met her in Mexico and she said, oh, I'll give you a couple of coaching sessions. She's like, okay. Um, I said, yeah, I think I, I wanna be a coach in a couple of years. And she's like, okay, she challenged me. She's like, why in a couple of years? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm, you know, I'm really happy at my job. Um, and she said, um, she challenged me and I was like, okay. And that was obviously kind of my limiting beliefs. And I didn't think I was ready to kind of, you know, I thought I wanted to be a PT. I don't know. I didn't know. Um, anyway, then a couple of days later, I found out about this self-love coaching course academy or the academy that Gina was running. And I was like, okay, great. So there was one intake, which was March, and then my intake, which was September. But I remember, like, I hadn't even spoken to Gina about it, but I remember saying to people, listen, um, I'm not taking any visitors from September onwards because I'm doing this course. Uh, my friends would be like, do you want to go to Slovenia? No, 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 I'm doing this course. So completely, like, manifesting it and... Um, you know, I I'd, I'd signed up and kind of registered my interest. And then Gina basically offered me an early spot, um, which was amazing. And it, yeah, it just kind of, it just felt so right. And, you know, I'm still, although um, I've calmed down a bit, I still have quite a busy diary with weddings and stuff. And, you know, it just seemed perfect. There was nothing in my calendar from September to December. It just, everything was meant to be um yeah it just seemed so natural and then I remember I was in San Sebastian with my sister and I had this call with Gina and we kind of then me and my sister spoke about it she's like you need to do this course and I was like yeah I really do and oh my god I remember like signing up I was like shaking but it was it's the best decision I've ever made yeah and I feel like I feel different like the last three weeks like all these kind of challenges that we've been given like you know getting myself on a podcast even posting a reel it's just like I think it's just made me a, I, I feel so kind of happy and content and I've got self-belief finally which just feels like wow you know <laughs> I love it oh I love it so much and I love like all of the little nudges that the universe has given you along yeah. the way I just I absolutely live for this stuff. Okay, amazing. So you, we've spoken about some of like your your self-love tools. So you do the meditation and the journaling and the gratitude and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I think one big question, I'm on a, a Zoom limit. So I think we've got about 10 minutes left. So okay. we'll start to, <laughs> start to close this out. But I'd love for you to share about what does self-love 
mean to you? Like, how do you define it? Oh, great question. I, for me, self-love is, is being my own best friend, is being my own champion, um, talking kindly to myself and putting myself first. You know, I'm single and, but it wouldn't matter if I wasn't single, but it's, you know, it's, it's being kind to myself. Like the other day I, oh, I was really clumsy last Wednesday and I stubbed my toe. I spilt water everywhere and I dropped a pack of eggs within literally <laughs> 10 minutes. Honestly, all this happened. And in the past, I would have been like, oh, you stupid idiot. And I just laughed. I laughed at myself and I was like, oh, don't worry, you're fine, you know. And, you know, our words are spells. And, you know, we need to, to speak to ourselves kindly or, you know, the the more kind of mean we are to ourselves, you know, our, our body's not going to like it. We're just going to cause ourselves so much stress. So, yeah, I think it's being my own best friend and, and you know, treating myself with respect and, yeah, just being, just being really supportive and loving to myself because it makes such a difference, you know. Um, and yet, you know, sticking with myself through the thick and thin, if, if something isn't going right, it's just being like sitting with those emotions and, you know, just just feeling it all and not being like, oh, come on, I've got to be like really positive. It's like, no, if I'm angry, it's like screaming and hitting the pillow and being like, God's sake. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I had this with Zoom on, oh, I had issues with Zoom and I was there on chat and I was like, um, <laughs> punching the pillow and I was like okay it's fine this is self-love too you know so, yeah. mm, I love that that's such a perfect definition and that feels very aligned to how I feel about it all as well um amazing amazing okay so what's the vision then Leo what's the vision for the next few years like what's the next steps for you have you got a clear idea of where you want to be maybe in like five years time um, the vision for me is to just help as many women as possible, like realize their full potential. I just want to kind of enrich their lives or help them enrich their lives with fun and joy like I have with mine. Um, I'd love to do a course, to run a course, kind of, um, I think, teaching people kind of body acceptance, obviously self-love, um, just, yeah, how to, to how to have a fun beautiful life full of contentment and yeah I just um yeah I just want to spread the word I want to um I mean I always thought oh I'd never be able to have my own podcast but actually I need to change that limiting belief because that would be great um yeah and and you know I run a I want to run women's circles and yeah I just just want to just help as many women as possible and feel as fulfilled as possible amazing so it's all about impact we're so aligned it literally like blows my mind the universe literally brought us together and I'm excited to continue developing this friendship and stuff as well so so final couple of things then and then I'll stop recording the podcast where can people find you if they've listened to this podcast and they're like oh she's amazing I need more of Leo in my life where can people find you um you can find me on Instagram my handle's at leonora.boville so that's b-o-v-i-l-l 
and yeah I haven't got around to making a website but I will do so you can find that on my you can find it once I've once I've created it on my Instagram amazing amazing and is there any final words of wisdom you would like to share to the people that have listened to this today um I think that meditation is key and kind words to yourself I think if you're going to start your self-love journey now you can start with those talking to yourself is your own best friend perfect so some great tools for you guys to go away with and implement thank you so much Leo I've absolutely loved recording this with you today um and yeah I'm excited to keep following your journey watching you do all of those incredible things that you just said about and I can't wait for in five years time us to listen back to this podcast and you can be like oh my god I literally said about my coaching course and now it's happening and I'm excited so absolutely incredible thank you so much for sharing your story and I hope everybody you're welcome I hope that everybody enjoyed this guys and share it in your stories tag me tag Leo share it with a friend that you think could get value from this Um, and we'll be back again soon with another podcast very soon